Brought to you by Dubois Productions. Hello and welcome back to NO and JB Sports Pedigree. We're back to provide insight on a wide variety of sports topics from NFL football, NBA hoops, World Cup soccer, Major League Baseball, anywhere in between. Our goal is to have a whole lot of fun while sharing some facts and opinions with you. And hopefully you have fun right along with us. And I don't want to waste any more time. Let's dig right in. I am JB. And I am ready for the World Cup to begin. JB, it's only two weeks away, man. Absolutely. Two weeks, man. Like, I I, I mean, we were talking about the World... Pretty much since we've been going, we've been talking about the World Cup. It it does seem uh, like, man, you could go back (laughs) to some very early episodes Uh and hear it. Definitely since, you know, since March when the pairings came out and the groups uh, came around. And, um, yeah, we were counting down the months. And what was that, seven, eight months ago? And uh-huh. here we are now. It's weeks away. It's, it's amazing and how fast time flies. All the changes in our lives, but one thing remained the same. Oh, yeah. We were waiting for the World Cup. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, <laughs> I, I, being honest, all you know, I love all the different sports we talk about. and But I there's nothing – in the sports world, I've been more excited and waiting for more. Um, so I, I couldn't let's, agree more. Yep. <laughs> let's hope we live up. You know, hopefully we do somewhat well. And, of course. <laughs> and uh, before we get started today, just want to send a huge shout out to Dusty Baker for uh, finally getting his first W um, in the World Series and really just cementing his legacy. I'm really happy for him. Um, so just want to shout out to him. Of course, let's be honest though, he was already a Hall of Famer anyway. But oh, that, you know, icing on the cake. But anyways, um let's switch gears and start off talking about the NFL and our top five current wide receivers. Now top five. We, top five. As we both know, halfway through the NFL season, and this is the time of the season where you say, Oh my goodness, these players have been standing out, got their teams winning, or at least um in the realm of playoff a playoff berth. So for those who haven't listened before, when I present any top five list of current players, current being the key word, I tend to not put them in any specific order simply because mm-hmm. the book is not fully written, JB. The nonfiction story is changing every day, every game. For example, an injured player may be in my top five, but if he doesn't return for a few weeks, he's getting passed up because he's not on the field and someone else is balling. So that being said, there are two Miami Dolphins on my list. Wow. They complement each other well, and their names are Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Of course, both top five in the NFL in receiving yards. Tyreek has 69 receptions on 92 targets, right around the 1,000-yard mark in eight games played. Now he's played nine, and he balled out, so add those stats to it as well. Yep. Jalen leads the NFL in yards per catch with qualified receivers above 40 catches. They're both top 10 in yards after catch. And they're probably the best receiver duo in the NFL. A.J. Brown is also on my list. Mm. Now, we're talking about the top receiver on the top team. So it's kind of hard to leave him off. And I'm thankful, yeah. to be honest with you, that he's not in the AFC South anymore being a Colts fan. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, no doubt about that, J.B. Exactly. 43 catches for 718, and he's right under Jalen Waddle with 16.7 yards per catch. Six touchdowns as well. My last two, JB, mm. and I, I'm going to just tell you, your boy barely missed the list. 
my last two are Stefan Diggs and Justin Jefferson. They're number two and three mm. in yards, uh, both top five in receptions, and they both make the majority of big catches for their teams. And quite honestly, you just know the ball is coming their way in crunch time. All wow. five of the guys on my list, to me, the best thing about them is that they're deep threats, but they also are possession receivers when necessary. So there's my list, JB. Tyreek, Jalen, like AJ, Justin, and Stefan. You know, I, that's awesome. Um, man, all them guys are great. And uh, I like this yep. because more often than not, you and I are very, I mean, well, we're not always like identical. We, we vary in mm -hmm. some of our thoughts and opinions and so i went about this a little different and this is good because we're gonna okay. have some differing in fact we only have one of the same um okay I, I just went at it a little bit differently than you i think i looked more as um i think yours is more about who's playing well right now in the moment which makes That's sense right. current yep. current player no doubt, no doubt. and i took right. into account a little more how they have played in their career and you know how they're currently playing as well on their team yeah. so um, yep, and that's fine. My top, yeah, my top five, a little bit different, you know, and when I'm thinking about number one talented receivers, um, you know, it's all about the all around game, you know, size, speed, route running ability, uh, lineup ability, you know, guys that can not only line up out wide, but can move to the slot, can be moved around to create mismatches. And, you know, s some instances, um, you got to take into account who's throwing the ball too. You know, sometimes uh you've got guys that don't necessarily have a Peyton Manning thrown in the ball their whole career or Tom Brady or something like that um so they might get overlooked a little bit I don't necessarily think so in, in this case but um so just putting it out there I'll get it out of the way in the beginning Jamar Chase didn't make my list list either um he's obviously a top talent currently injured of course had an amazing first actually best season ever for a Bengals wide receiver in his rookie year but you got to show it to me over time you know he's only been it's literally a year and a half in I'm not going to put him over somebody like first guy on my list again not in any particular order like you know uh I got D hop still on my list DeAndre Hopkins people forget about this guy's just ruthlessness on the football field He's 6'1", 212, maybe has the best hands in all of football. Uh, they're, like, enormous, I think. Um, and, you know, he, he's coming off of last year being injured and then suspended for the first six games of the season. And since he's been back, leads the league in targets, catches, yards, um, just dominating right out of the gate. And people forgot about him. They sleep on him still. 54% of his targets go for a first down. Um, so DeAndre Hopkins could not leave him off. I also have Debo Samuel on my list. He has not been off to the start like he was last year. Um, he's been a, a injured a bit, but just all around um, the tools that this guy has, uh, you know, last year, almost 1,800 yards from scrimmage, you know, receiving, running, uh, can line up anywhere. Um, his... 10.2 yards after catch last year led everybody. 31% of its targets were big plays or more than 15 yards. Um, and he's really, when you talk about the 49ers, if he's going, their team is doing well. And that's what I kind of look for when I look for these top players. Uh, Stephon Diggs, 
Definitely could not leave him off my list. Um, just explosive. Uh, he's kind of that fiery guy as well. Six foot, 195. Excellent route runner. Can get deep. Can line up everywhere. Um, tops in the league, I think, at one point until Tyreek Hill uh, blew him out of the water with, uh, you know, yards. But amazing player. Um, I got two more. Who do I got? Okay. I've still got Cooper Cup on the list. I know the team isn't doing as well this year, but, you know, he's going to get feeling like 10 catches every game. Um, last year, he won the Triple Crown, essentially, as a receiver, and it doesn't look like he's really taking a drop. Um, the fact that there's not a whole lot else around him on that team, I'm not going to fault him for. <clears throat> he averages about 3.1 yards per route that he runs. So, you know, pretty much every time he's out there lining up, <laughs> you can count on that much from him. And the last guy I got on the list is Devontae Adams. Uh, 6'1", 215. You can almost see his value based upon how Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are playing this year without him. Um you know, last year, he caught 96% of his catchable targets. You watch film on him, and I'm certainly not a wide receiver or a wide receiver coach, but you listen to the experts um, break down film of him. He's just elite in his route running, his release off the ball, uh, his catch radius, all the words that are thrown out there. He's just elite. Um, amazing player. And... Uh, I know he's not gotten off to the greatest start right now, but I would take him on my team any day. So, again, we differ a little bit, but uh, I think all the players we listed are pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, a lot of good players on that list. Um, I definitely was more on who's balling right now. Yeah, I wasn't looking at the past at all <laughs> with top five hey, current no, wide receivers. That's all right. Yep. That being said, can move along to um, college football. And we're getting to the point in the college football Still season football. where you start to see the BCS rankings come out, the BCS standings, and I think the first are going to be released um, in a couple of days. That being said, uh, JB, oh, they're how out. do you feel about the BCS? First one, yeah. the first ones are out already. Yeah, they did come out. And they came out. They're kind of, you can kind of, here's my opinion. <laughs> At this point in time, especially, you can really remove the C from there. Um, if you get my catch my drift. So yeah, they came out and, uh, obviously a lot of fluctuation based on what has currently happened over this past weekend. Um, and you know, Tennessee coming out as number one was a bit of a surprise to be honest. Um, I think a lot of people, at least I expected Georgia to be number one and they certainly look like the number one team, um, when they played. Uh, this past weekend, obviously, that was a big game. You know, there's only four unbeaten teams left, you know? Yeah. You got uh, right Ohio now. State, Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan, Georgia, and TCU. That's right. So the way that looks now is Georgia's got a pretty pretty clear path, I think, yeah. based on what they have left, If even mm. if they lose, right? Um, mm. Yeah. <laughs> Georgia loses, LSU uh Tennessee yeah. opens the door. True. Georgia it does. Georgia, y'all mark my words right now. Kentucky at home could beat Georgia. 
I watched Ooh. Georgia at Missouri. I watched Georgia at Missouri, and I watched Missouri almost beat Georgia. If it, if Kentucky's defense is playing and their QB has a good game, Kentucky can beat Georgia. Heck Remember that. QB I'm not too. saying they, not saying they will, but Georgia at Kentucky, that could be a loss for them. Well, I think either way, you're looking at, um, you know, some combination of Georgia, Tennessee, LSU. You know, you. I mean, depending on how it plays out, um, it's probably yeah. going to come out. And then looking more and more like Ohio State, Michigan is going to be basically, you know, an elimination game. They both have, let's see, Michigan is hosting Illinois in a couple of weeks. Or, you know, is Illinois any good or is that just an illusion? No, <laughs> no they're not good. They lost at home so, to Michigan State yesterday. There you go. So that's really their only somewhat – of a you would consider maybe a challenging game but again they're playing at home the week before the Ohio State game um, so that game is going to be pretty you know likely number two versus number three you would think at this point point. Uh, and then you got TCU who's undefeated I mean you got to feel like if they win out which who knows if they will um, they, they don't really have a whole lot on their schedule until maybe that conference championship game though uh, so you got to feel like if they win out that they're probably going to get in and then that leaves who, I mean, you've got a whole mess of, and I love this. Like, I love it when it's chaos because it just goes to show for me, like that the system is, you know, is not a good system for college football. Um, but you've got, as you said, you got Tennessee with one loss, LSU and Bama both have two losses, but who knows? Yeah. Old Miss only has one loss now. They might creep back up in there. And, you know, Clemson, even though they just got destroyed by Notre Dame, they're still only a one-loss team, probably going to stay in the top ten. Yeah, um, Clemson's, out, Clemson's out of it because the ACC isn't very strong. They're yeah, they it. don't have anybody left to play. So then there's the Pac-12, yeah. you know. Does the, the team, either Oregon or USC or one of those teams. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll find them very, very hard to put a – a one-loss Pac-12 team in over Ohio State or Michigan or, honestly, a two-loss SEC team. I know y'all wow, Pac-12ers out there. Y'all okay. not going to like this one, but no. Like, just UCLA, USC, Oregon. I mean, didn't somebody beat Oregon? Who beat Oregon by 40 this year? That was Georgia, week one. There you go. So you got Georgia <laughs> and Oregon sitting there with one loss, right, at the end of the Who season. you taking, right? Who you going to take? Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'll play the game, JB, because it's part of our reality. But right. my hatred for the manner in which college football's national champion is crowned can't be stated enough. Mm. For those of you who were with us shooting in the gym, right, during year one of NONJB Sports Pedigree, you may recall my position yes, that sir. every conference champion making up the BCS playoffs is a more objective manner that we currently have. The 18 bracket is kind of what I propose with more specific guidelines to get in it will alleviate the drama that this four team guessing game kind of creates but we know the media loves the drama more than they admire getting it right but I will say the new playoffs expansion to 12 teams with six conference champs plus the six highest ranked teams from the selection committee it seems closer to my desired outcome right but think about it JB teams 13 through 16 creates the same issue that we have now right as for current teams will probably be in i mean it's obviously four right it's obviously ohio state michigan georgia and tcu as we just talked about power five conference teams 
Um, based on the losses of the closest one-loss squads, I mean, Tennessee, UCLA, USC, Clemson, Oregon, I mean, nobody has a legitimate gripe, right? But we know Ohio State or Michigan will lose. TCU, I just can't see them getting through unscathed. They haven't just been dominating everybody like that. They're good, but they haven't been dominating. And I could see Georgia losing as well. I mean, it's JB, it's just guaranteed to get even crazier than it is right now. In a few weeks, we will be talking about how much crazier it is. Because I believe it. at least three of those four teams are going to lose a game. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it. definitely one of them, you know, because two of them play each other. So, and you're right. You know, it's hard to see. It's hard to see TCU finishing undefeated. Um, and you got to feel like with the difficulty of the schedule and the teams that they play that Georgia – just may lose one too so i mean they got some toughies coming up uh -huh. i'm pretty sure it's i'm pretty sure it's mississippi state they're solid kentucky at kentucky uh -huh. and then you get through that you're gonna play either alabama or lsu probably in the sec championship just too, it's just too many tough games to just expect them to just keep winning week after week man but and then we'll be may. talking about if they lose you know if they lose that game and tennessee still only has the one loss then what it's yeah, gonna be fun exactly <laughs> exactly well right yeah. hey you know what that's why we you know it's fun to talk about we have no clue what's gonna happen but and hopefully that's they right. listen and take your nose idea and run with it and uh make the college football championship a little bit better and more realistic well they but did they yeah they they they, <laughs> they they made the expansion that i just alluded to the 12 team i can't remember what year is supposed to start i think in a few years but oh, yeah, it's, it's going to 12 teams okay. yeah it's going to All 12 right. teams yep well we will see how it goes um i'm gonna stick with a little college football for my personal segment today okay and um i'm gonna keep it short and sweet and i'm just gonna say Make a statement, and I'll give you a, a, just a little bit of reasoning. But Reggie Bush, one of the great all-time college football running backs, it's time to give Reggie his Heisman back. Mm. There, there are estimates that suggest that Reggie Bush would make between $4 million and $6 million a year with the current NIL rules. Four million a year. Yet, yep. the NCAA took away his Heisman Trophy because he accepted three hundred thousand dollars under the table while at USC. Mm, yeah, and at well, that time, USC preach. made made millions of dollars off of his success. Folks, preach. Give Reggie Bush his daggone trophy back. Come on. It's like somebody being in jail for marijuana in 2022, huh? Oh, absolutely. Ridiculous. <laughs> what you got in L? Yeah. I mean, mine is short and sweet. I love that one, man. Give Reggie Bush his stuff back, man. For real. <laughs> um, give, him, give him his belongings back. High school versus college, JB. The uh -oh. athletes who live in the school district that I coach versus the athletes that I recruit the athletes playing purely for the joy of the game versus athletes playing for their scholarship and the desire to go pro mm. working with a very limited budget to having more funds that I'm responsible for putting a set amount of hours per week into my team and craft versus this craft being my livelihood and my occupation. Mm. There's a few differences JB in coaching high school athletes and being a college coach, but the feeling hasn't changed much, if any at all. When it's your passion, all of the logistics and intangibles don't really matter at all because you enjoy 
the entire process. Mm. You embrace the ups and downs and are just thankful for the opportunity overall. And that's all I got to say, JB. That's awesome. That is good stuff, man. Hope it's been going well. I know you're still probably getting settled in. Yeah, um, definitely getting settled a little bit. Things are going and, good. Uh, you know, I'm sure that you're probably going to have days, weeks where you have some surprises, maybe things you have, you know, it's kind of different, right? Of course. And, um, speaking of surprises, we're going to stick with the football theme today. It's a football theme show today. How about that? Um, we getting to that point in the season, man. Yeah. I mean, it's NFL November now. NFL's midseason. College football is late in the season. Didn't it come around so fast? It's crazy, man. It's like, you know, one week we're talking about we're doing our NFL season preview, and then what the heck happened? <laughs> like exactly. Where, where did the time go? I mean, NFL shoot. season, NFL season review pretty soon. Oh, my gosh, man. That is crazy. Well, uh, NFL surprises, Jay. Yeah, yep. yeah go let's ahead, talk about man. a few surprises. I got a few of them. All right. Uh, hopefully that's all right. And some of these maybe not surprising to you. Yeah, um, let's go. Let's go back and forth on this one. Okay. Well, I got I got a few of them. First one yeah. for me. First one for me is a, it's a surprise for me that uh, this gentleman has played as well as he has, and that's Gino I already know Smith. who you're about to say. Yeah, yep, I already knew Gino that was coming. Smith. <laughs> Gino. 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 And I just want to give him his flowers, man, because. I certainly, you know, I know he was a decent player, but, uh, you know, playing in a system now that really suits him, uh, I think it, it goes, to, it says a lot when you feel confident, like you're trusted in and you don't have to look over your shoulder. I think that makes a big difference, but leading his team to first place in the division at six and three, I don't think you'd have many people that uh, would have thought that coming into the season that you know nine games in that the seattle seahawks would be in first place um but outside of that um his, his numbers are excellent as well he's actually leading the league in completion percentage uh prior to the most recent game was 73 percent his qb rating of 107 was third in the league um had a 13 to 3 touchdown to interception rating fifth in touchdown passes and eighth in yards and yards per pass so uh, obviously, they have a good running game, a good defense, good overall solid core. But Geno Smith has really, um, really surprised me this year so far. Well, who you got in there? My, my first in surprise of this NFL season is a quarterback as well, Tua. Tua Tagovailoa. Uh, that's a good one. Came into the season with questions about his arm strength, his ability mm -hmm. to read NFL defenses, and... Quite honestly, if he was the right QB for all the weapons that they now have in Miami, mm -hmm. and he has not disappointed JB, not even a little bit. And we talking about even through the crazy concussion, getting knocked oh, yeah. out of the game, missing a game. I mean, he's missed some football this season, and he still put up gaudy numbers in a situation where Think about it. Tua, before this season, didn't really have any success yet at the NFL level and had a lot uh -huh. of pressure on him to boot. Like, think about it. The pressure on Tua going into this season was immense, and he's lived and, you know, he's thrived and not succumbed to the pressure. And I believe the Miami Dolphins are going to be a tough out in the playoffs. I remember bringing them up last season around this yeah, time yeah i year. do too yeah i do remember did. bringing them up they didn't end up making the playoffs 
but the Miami Dolphins in 2022, they're going to be a tough out in the playoffs. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, shoot, the Seahawks look like they might be too. But yeah, that was you brought them up. They had that what? Didn't they lose seven and then win seven or something yeah. crazy like they, that last year? Defense was playing insane, uh-huh. boy. They 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 made Lamar Jackson look pedestrian. They did. Oh, they did. So <laughs> their defense really hasn't caught up this year. It's it's two in that offense, like you said. Yeah. And the fact that you know, I give him even more credit to your point because. It was like he didn't even miss a beat. He had that two, three games and then came right back, and it was like he didn't miss any time. Like he was just lights out again. So, yeah, good one there, man. Um, Another surprise for me, uh, just based on how he's played in the past couple years and really just a nice story that I wanted to touch on is Saquon Barkley. Um, Literally carrying the Giants this year. Leading the league in touches and yards from scrimmage, 968 yards, almost 1,000 yards already from scrimmage. Second only to Chubb in rushing yards, 5.1 yards per touch. Uh, looking like, um, just looking like the young poor man's Barry Sanders like he did when we first came in the league again. And, um, you know, that team is certainly riding him to success. Now, whether they eventually make it to the playoffs or not you know that's a question still up in the air but he is certainly playing like an all pro and um nice to see nice to see yeah came back from the injury man big ups to him wish nothing but success for that young man um i hate how teams i'm not gonna go off too far on attention but i hate how teams really force feed running backs and mm. kind of minimize their careers. So hopefully it doesn't happen to him. I hope uh, not. Like You're right on so that. Often. Okay. My other NFL surprise so far this season is the Colts offensive line. This is a line who was mm. once considered one of the top old lines in football in eight games. Ryan Kelly, pro bowler. Quentin Nelson, one of the best. Braden Smith, top notch, right? 26 sacks given up. And you know what? Let's Let's do some addition. After nine more sacks against the Patriots, how many is that now, JB? Thirty-five. Yes, the Patriots nine sacked sacks. the Colts. Yes, they sacked the Colts nine times. That's thirty-five oh, sacks Lord. in nine games. Not only that, JB, the Colts are also 29th in the NFL at 87 rushing yards a game. Consequently, oh. as you may imagine, halfway through the season, they have the NFL's 30th best offense out of 32 teams. Wow. Colts offensive line. But didn't they – it's weird, though. Didn't they just let go of their offensive coordinator before this week? Huh. <laughs> Wonder if they got rid of the J- wrong guy. J- anyway. JB, you're going to get a rise out of me now. Come on now. You're trying to get a rise oh, out of me. Man. But we'll we'll talk about this Sorry. a little bit more in the next segment. Trust Sorry. me. In the next segment, <laughs> All right. we'll talk about this more. Well, let's – I'll end on a positive one here. We'll, we'll end with my uh, last one here. Um a surprise maybe to some, honestly not to me, because I was confident in this young man's ability coming out. But uh, that Sauce Gardner, um, you know, yeah. in the New York Jets, at, at just coming off a big win today, there at 6-3 and three as well. He's one big reason, that defense, and uh, he's playing like a lockdown. He's actually, as a rookie, like you coming into the league as a rookie, high pick, um, you know, it's almost – 
I got to feel like you kind of have a target. People are going to test you. Other QBs are going to see what you're made of. And he's lived up to it, leading the league in passes deflected or passes defended. I'm sorry. And that's one category I know that uh, is highly valued because let's just be honest, there's guys out there that um, get interceptions here and there, but they also get burnt a lot, right? Passes defended is something that I think really is, you know, it's a testament to your prowess and how how much you're around the ball and just making plays. Also, I think now in the mid-40s and tackles through nine games, so he's on pace for... 80, 90 tackles as a corner. Um, got his second pick, I believe, today as well. And broke up the ball uh, to end the game on the deep play today. So, Sauce Gardner, the guy's uh, living up to it so far, so good for him. Hey, the AFC East is mm. tough. What's up with that? Hey, Man, the Patriots are Patriots last in the division, and, and they're 5-4. and four. Man, that is a hey. tough division. Hey, man. I... Y'all remember I called the Patriots going to finish in last in the East this year. Now, I didn't yeah, well, I didn't say mm. they would be fi- above 500 and finish last. Yeah, well, they, they might win it. Wow, mm. that's a crazy division. That is. Wow, that's good stuff, JB. Good stuff. Right, JB. Speaking of good stuff. Time for one of the best segments in sports the, podcast the talk. History. It is Sports Dichotomy, uh-huh. y'all. This is the segment of the show where Inno and JB go back and forth asking and answering dichotomous yes or no questions that are all related to sports. It's a quick segment, but it's fun, and mm. we would love for you to play along with us. Please do. And, af- and I will begin by asking Let's JB. Go. All right. JB will watch World Cup action over the NFL, NBA, and college football. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, that's a yes. It is a yes. Um, interesting um, here. Marshawn Lynch and Richard Sherman both recently claim that in order to chat with Russell Wilson when they were teammates, that they had to go through his agent to get in touch with him. Are you buying this? No. <laughs> Former Bearcats coach Bobby Huggins... Uh-oh. said Gonzaga would face a tremendous awakening if they joined the Big 12. This is Ooh. facts. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Definitely. I'm talking mm. 20, 23 and 7, 24 and 8. They're not mm-hmm. doing in any Power 5 conference what they no. do in the in the WCC. No, no hey, way. They'd still be good, though, but definitely not that. You're right. Um, <sighs> Reggie Miller has lost his mind for calling out NBA players for not speaking out against Kyrie Irving. Yeah, my dog, my dog is what's, wilding on this one. What's, what's he's he wilding doing? this time. Yeah, he's wilding out. Timmy Way mm. is more important than Weston McKinney to the U.S. World Cup success. Um, I'm gonna say no on that one. Okay. The Green Bay Packers will miss the playoffs this year. Mm, it's possible, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say nah, I'm gonna say no. Too many teams right. make it in the NFL nowadays. Seven oh, teams. That's, All right. that's true. The Colts fired their OC Marcus Brady, but head coach <laughs> Frank Wright calls the plays. This is logical. <laughs> no, it's not at all. No. Okay. Uh, Kareem Benzema 
was a deserved winner of the Ballon d'Or award this year? Um, I'm gonna say yes. Agreed. Frank Reich should probably look up <laughs> the Webster's Dictionary definition of accountability. Oh, yeah, I think he should okay. do that. No is surprised that Steve Nash was already fired by the Brooklyn Nets. No, <laughs> Frank Reich. You know, my bad. I almost read the same one. <laughs> You can you can see who's uh who's on my mind right now. <laughs> right. He's a hey, Frank Reich is oh, living Lord. rent free in my head right now. <laughs> J- on to the next question though. JB yeah. knew the Colts have trailed going into the fourth quarter of every game this season. Oh gosh, I didn't. Every know that. No. game. Dang on. Well, you know now. <sighs> this clown. <laughs> I guess if I started out that way, this the clown that Devonte Avin Adam shoved is totally just out for a money grab. Remember when that happened? When you said when you said this clown, I I thought you was talking about. Never mind. Um, uh, yes, <laughs> Frank Wright. Yes, he's out for. Yes, he's out for a money grab. But honestly, it kind of it kind of looked like he jumped out in front of him, uh, kind of looking for a rise. I didn't like that whole uh-huh. situation, but you know you can't fall for it at the same time as an athlete can't do that. Yeah. Right. Um. The Big Ten top to bottom has better teams than the SEC this season in college football. Oh, geez. Mm. No. I don't think so either. No. NO has multiple recruiting trips planned for flag football. Of course. Nice. The Cleveland Cavs are for real. By the way, they're like 7-1 and one or 8-1. and one. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they are. It's... They got guys injured and they're still, man, they're deep too. I didn't, man. Yeah, for real. Um, Speaking of Cleveland, the Guardians rookie outfielder Oscar Gonzalez made himself millions this postseason. Yes. With his walk-off home run and I think he had another walk-off uh, base hit. Yeah, sorry. Sam Ellinger starting over Matt Ryan is the right decision. No, <laughs> no, no, it doesn't make sense. Uh, N.O. is buying the Philadelphia Eagles as Super Bowl contenders. I mean, they're contenders, yeah, but do I think they're going to win it? No. Ooh. I never trust the, three, the first team that starts out eight or That's nine. True. And trust me. That's I true. never trust them. Dusty Baker and the Astros will go back to back in 2023. Ooh. Man, I, I have to look at their... I'll, I'll say yeah, chance. just without looking chance. at it. I'll say yeah. Mm-hmm. The Kansas Cheaters, I mean Jayhawks, suspended Bill Self for oh, Lord. four games as part of their, quote, self-accountability. Uh, this is sufficient. No accountability. No, it's not sufficient. <laughs> Will Draymond finish the season with the Warriors? Ooh, man. I mean, we used to, we done I this. Mean, we did this with Russell Westbrook last year. Yeah, we did. I, I'm gonna say yes because I. Yeah, okay. That's got to be hard to give up on that era. I'm gonna say yeah. Um, Alrighty, that was my last one. What you got, JB? I got two more. I got an extra okay. bonus for you today. U.S. Men's National Team will shut out Wales. I don't think so. Okay. I think it's. I think it's gonna be some goals in that game. Okay. Little open play. All right. Excitement. All right. Lastly. The Indianapolis, Indiana 
Hoosier Pacers, Indiana, Indiana Pacers, they'll make it to Christmas and still have, they'll still be in the hunt, not out of it yet. For what? The playoffs. They're going to make it to I mean, Christmas. <laughs> yeah, they'll be they'll be they'll be under ten games out. Yeah, they'll be yeah they'll be under okay. ten games out. Sure. Okay. There you go. There you go. A little hope. So you're Poor dichotomy, ladies you're, and gentlemen. You're telling me there's a chance. There's a chance. Yeah, they actually they actually listen. We got some good young ballers. Um, yeah. Had a big win over the Miami Heat the other night. It is what it is. We'll see how it goes. But now we're on to the peak. Moment, the climactic moment of the show. JB's just those. JB justifications. Where I will ask JB a personal question. It's Thanksgiving related, by the way, so prepare for Ooh, that. Okay. JB's justifications. I will uh, allow JB to justify a situation where he'll choose a side and he'll have a minute on the clock to tell me and you listeners why he's taking that stance. Then finally. Okay. Name the athlete where I describe an athlete, and JB has to guess who it is. JB, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm, I think I'm prepared today. Personal question is very simple. Terse to the point. JB's favorite okay. Thanksgiving dessert in terms of cake. What's your Ooh. favorite cake, cake for Thanksgiving? So, like, does a pie pies count and stuff? Or is it not not pie. Cake. Cake. Thanksgiving cake? Um... We'll Man. go or pie. We'll go or pie. Okay. Because, I mean, it's sweet, po- <laughs> sweet potato pie. That's all sweet I can literally think about. Pie. That's all you can That's think of? All I can think about, you know? I mean, sweet potato casserole. It's all about the sweet potatoes for me. Sweet potato casserole, sweet you. potato pie. I could eat a whole one of them things myself, man. It's got to be. No doubt. No be. doubt. That's good stuff. All right, JB. <sighs> Making me hungry. All right. <sighs> We don't have to specify all the details because we discussed it personally. But if JB was in Kyrie Irving's situation being required to complete six requirements before being reinstated to the Nets or standing for his purpose and walking alone, which one would he choose? Knowing where he came from and walking alone or completing the six requirements to be reinstated to the team. Whether that means, you know, in terms of the walking alone part, stepping away from basketball, or, you know, gathering guys to form your own league. Whichever one it may be, would you rather do that or complete the requirements and be reinstated? JB, you have a minute on the clock, and the time starts now. I only got a minute. Um, I mean, to be honest. I know it's a toughie, man. It's a toughie. If forming my own league is an option, I'm going with that one at this point. Like, if I'm Kyrie Irving, I made millions. I won a championship. Um, As we've touched on, you know, I'm not the biggest. Like, I'm definitely not a Kyrie apologist. Not a – whatever. He's a great player. Don't always – haven't in the past always kind of – agreed with some of the stuff he said or done or whatever that's but right. man that's right in this 30 particular instance like he didn't do anything that's what right. i don't get so for him to have to do all this other stuff just to get to play he's obviously being singled out um somebody's got to explain to me why i have to seconds. do anything then why like what happened to being able Where's to the, speak yeah. and say what you know free freedom of speech and he didn't there's there were, who was harmed in this situation that's i guess my question and so if it's me do i want to play absolutely but 
if it comes at at the cost of you know my beliefs and integrity and however I feel especially knowing him and uh like you said where he comes from and how he he was brought up I mean I gotta feel like he might you know I might just be done man Nicely done. Nicely said, JB. You went a couple seconds over, but I got four words to kind of pile on what you're saying. Where's the Bezos backlash? Right. Like he's the one. That's all I got to say about it. He's the one making money (laughs) off that thing anyway. It's it's, it's crazy. It's it's crazy. The whole thing's crazy. But anyways, we'll talk about that more in future episodes. Yeah, we'll see where that goes. Yes, sir. Name the athlete. Uh Uh-oh. Born in 1949 in Riverside, California. He was a baseball extraordinaire okay. as a player and a manager. Played for the L.A. Dodgers, the Braves, the Giants, among other teams. JB, I know you're going to get it pretty soon. Uh, yeah, he uh-huh. had 242 home runs in his career. He also manages now, JB, before you get it, which I already know you know it. Uh-huh. He took every team he managed to the postseason. Let me repeat that, y'all, for those of y'all that ain't listening in the back. He took every team he ever managed to the postseason, including the Reds, yeah. who haven't had any success since they fired him. Uh-huh, it's a curse. We curse oh, now because of that. He's a World Series champion manager now. Uh-huh, that would be Dusty Baker. In fact, didn't we fire him immediately after he took us to the playoffs? Clowns. Ah, oh, Lord. Yep, clowns. And who do we replace him with? That pitching coach, coach guy that lasted a couple years. I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. With a with a with a two year record of sixty four uh, and two hundred ninety seven. <laughs> yeah. Man, oh my gosh. I miss Dusty Baker. Dad gone it. I do too, man. I'm glad. I'm glad he got it. He's a he's a champion. Like I like I alluded to yeah. early in the episode. He was a Hall Absolutely. of Famer regardless. But this, I mean, this was the icing on the cake. Um, shout out to Dusty. And, shout um, out to Dusty. Maybe he'll go back to back next season. You know what I'm saying? Because think about it. Think about as we wind down, JB, all the Reds players that were in the playoffs this year. And then we got to watch Dusty Baker win the World Series. The Cincinnati, well, the uh, Houston Natty. Yeah, we won the World Series. (laughs) JB and I are World Series champions. That's right. Daggone it. And we had players in every round. So no matter what y'all say. Uh, those are our players. They played for the those Reds. Those were they always Reds. Players. <laughs> All right, man. That's it right. was a fun one, man. Yes, sir. It was a pleasure as always, and we are blessed to continue to do this. Um, we look forward to most likely coming to you live here, maybe Thanksgiving week, if we can get it set up right. So uh, be on the lookout for that. <clears throat> and um, as always, hit us up. Um, shoot us feedback. We got an email no.jb.sportspedigree at gmail.com. Yes, We're sir. All over social media, TikTok, Instagram, all out there on YouTube. So hit us up. We appreciate it. Talk to y'all later. Let's go. Sports pedigree on deck. Who's batting? No and JB is what's happening. Coverage of the NBA, present and past. You probably want to listen to facts. We never mask. Alas, we don't hold back. Articulating them sneaky, important stats and trivia. Shows that the subject matter is well-rounded like a ball is. I see the referee. I'm wondering what the call is. Communicate the pick. I'm going top side. Illuminate that list. Giving you my top five. Acknowledging who's great. Now, your list may have a couple different names, but really, there's no debate. Wait, the 
passion, gotta be smooth. On the lookout for sports dichotomy tools. Getting views sounds nice, but the vision is deep. Cause in knowing JB will never put you to sleep. Originality is the key. We pick locks with open up. No nose has been concocted. The segments are personal too. Cause a sports podcast without opinion, surely no value. <laughs> we gotta be great, requesting no favors. World Cup, you wait for tennis majors, NFL trades, and baseball pastime. Consistent on the mic, we don't get no halftime.